you don't know how many people are there having the same invisible thought you're having. I really hope I can meet someone here today that could I could be friends with or I could mastermind with or could be peak performance partners or whatever it is. You never know. There's a lot of people thinking the same thing. Somebody has to have the courage to start the conversation. You have a growth light. It's like a dimmer. You can dial it up or you can dial it down. Dial it up or dial it down. All of us have to dial it up or down depending on who we're around and what room we're in. If I'm at a Brendan Burchard personal development seminar, I'm going to be able to dial it up a little more than if I'm at the bar. Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Palmieri. And I am your co-host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven, but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for dream chasers. We bring you seven episodes per week to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another episode of Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode. It was episode number 1330, Does Your Family Actually Value the Real You? I'm giggling because Alan was taking a drink and almost spit it up all over the place like a small baby bird. Today, for episode number 1,331, how do you attract more growth-minded friends? That was my nickname in college. Small baby bird? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> well, I, I figured it would be a good one, though. Uh, you ready continue. to do it? Yeah. Continue. Continue. How do you attract more growth-minded friends? I think this is one of the biggest struggles of the members of the community. You and I are in a giggly mood today. It's Friday. And it's interesting because how you really haven't had to do this. Is that true? Uh, I'm sorry. I got to get it together here. Let me get <laughs> it together here. Get it. I'm in hey, such a giggly lock mood. Lock, lock it up. Lock it up. I'm in a good mood. I'm in a good mood. Okay. So Happy Friday, the everybody. I, the reason Although I ask you that question. You what? It's yeah, not, it's not Friday, Friday for them. them. Oh, this is going to just turn into a hot mess. This it's is okay. Tuesday. We got it. It's, it's Tuesday. Tuesday. I sometimes feel guilty because you and I created an amazing community mm. and it's no, it hasn't been super challenging for me to find growth-minded friends or people or acquaintances or mentor, uh, mentees or whatever because we've built the community. So yeah, I'm curious to what your experience has been. Well, I, I think that this goes way, way, way back for me. I, I spent, you've heard me talk on this podcast a lot about paradigms. Paradigm is a simple, simple, uh, a complex word for a simple concept. And the simple concept is what is your deepest belief about life? So a growth paradigm means that you believe life is about growth. And so I didn't have a growth paradigm growing up. I know you didn't as well, Kev. So <laughs> my paradigm growing up was achievement. I had an achievement paradigm. So it was more of like a goal paradigm. In other words, I wanted to focus on achieving external results and instead of growth is more focused inward. So to the point of this, you're going to attract in life what you are, birds of a feather flock together, that kind of thing. But here's the thing, and this is what I wrote down. You attract who and what you are, but not if you hide who and what you are. And most likely what you're doing unconsciously is trying to fit in with your peer group. But if you grow up in an environment that has a different paradigm than what you're called to or want to be in, then it's going to be very, very challenging to attract growth-minded friends. Mm. So uh, everyone think of a group text thread that they've been in before, okay? The worst. <laughs> Some of them aren't good. I'll give, I'll give one example. I was in a, uh, 
a group thread with a bunch of people who do fantasy football. And I was friends with all this these people, but I never really cared about fantasy football. I never even participated, actually. And so for me, in hindsight, that group thread, I should have not been a part of it. But I was afraid back then to leave it because all my friends are there. Mm. And it wasn't a growth paradigm. It was It was a fun paradigm for fantasy football. So every single one of us is kind of in an echo chamber of a paradigm that we don't fully understand. And I talked a little bit about this in the last episode about if you have a family paradigm or if you have caregivers rather that have a family paradigm, doctor, lawyer, engineer, failure, we talked about that in the last episode. What happens is you kind of get stuck in that and then you start to behave that way so that you fit in, so that you get approval, so that you get love. And then you don't attract growth-minded friends because you aren't shining the signal that would attract them. So you and I, Kev, 26 years old, we I got in a tough car accident that got me to question my entire life. And I say it quickly, but it was nothing short of transformational and also really painful. And, and not physically painful. I was physically okay, but mentally, emotionally, and spiritually very painful. For Kev, suicidal ideation, rock bottom has a basement. Uh, and for those of you who don't know his story... Um, Maybe there's a different episode we can recommend that has your story. And I, we should do yeah. that again at some point, honestly. Definitely. Of course we yeah. should. But basically, you know, Kevin hit rock bottom. Rock bottom had a basement, texted me, was considering taking his own life. After that, we had our midlife crisis at 26. So we had a, a quarter life crisis is what we would call it. And after that, we went all in on self-improvement. We went all in on growth, personal development. And Kev, you said you feel guilty because you don't really struggle to attract growth-minded friends, but that's also because you have a growth-minded podcast. Yeah, and community and And so one of the things that all of our listeners have in common is that they're all, they all have a growth mindset, whether they know it or not. And if they don't have a growth mindset, they probably wouldn't listen. And so if you're out there and you struggle to attract growth-minded friends, this is my suggestion. If you've ever seen the, the seventh Harry Potter movie, Kev, you won't know this reference, so I apologize in advance. Oh, you're good. There's something called a Patronus charm. And essentially, there's this one scene in the seventh movie where Ron had already uh, gone away and Hermione and Harry are still looking for Horcruxes. And they're in the woods. It's dark at night. Kevin's literally... <laughs> Kevin's, Kevin's face the old Horcrux. is hilarious right now. The old Horcruxes. Any Harry Potter fan will know exactly what I'm talking about, I promise. But anyways, so uh, they're out in the dark woods and Harry's out in the dark woods and he sees someone's Patronus charm and it's a bright light in the dark woods. Kev's laughing still. (laughs) It's a bright light in the dark woods and it attracts Harry and eventually Harry finds Ron and that's how he finds Ron. And he attracts his friend because of that bright light. I believe that when you talk about that book you love or you talk about that podcast you love or you talk about that fitness journey you're on and you post about it and you talk about it and you and you put it on your Instagram story, you put it on your Facebook story, I genuinely believe that that is how you attract growth-minded friends. Last piece of this, Kev, I'll let you talk, I promise. I have a client right now who is doing her NASM certification for personal training and she wants to be an online personal trainer and an in-person personal trainer. Super, super proud of her, super, super excited. She's gonna crush it. I said, here's what we gotta do. We got to start attracting the people who have that passion too. In other words, you need to create a personal brand. Mm. A personal brand is you're passionate about fitness, particularly body image, self-esteem, uh, mobility, and and weight training. 
So that's what you got to post about. What you post about is what you're going to attract. And I think what we say, think, do, feel, and believe is what we attract. But here's what happens. We dial ourselves down because we're afraid to not fit in. So therefore, we don't stand out. Therefore, we don't attract growth-minded friends. So that's my recommendation to all the listeners is if you want to attract more growth-minded friends, you have to be have the courage to share more growth-minded stuff. I've the, the reason this is interesting for me is I've been going to the gym since I was like 16. I'm 33, so that's 17 years. And I have had the opportunity to make many, many, many friends in the gym. And here's why. Because we have very, very similar core values, core beliefs, and potentially core aspirations, at least in the gym. Definitely. Right? We're here to get better. Now, here's the interesting thing. The more in shape I am, usually the easier it is to make friends. Because it's almost like you're self-identifying as, I really take this seriously. And if you really take this seriously too, so that's an interesting thing. Now, this is my kind of pivot for this episode. I told Alan this before. I said, I think there's a giant difference between attracting people into your life, attracting growth-minded people, attracting fitness-minded people, attracting whatever, whatever it is, and going out and finding them. I think that's a drastic difference where... If you go to the gym, so I put right place, right time, right intention. You have to go to the right place. So let's do, um, who's your favorite musician? Yeah, that's not a good question for you. Who's your favorite director? James Cameron. Definitely. Okay. If you wanted to meet other people who liked James Cameron, you could go see Avatar and ask people in the audience, hey, do you like James Cameron? It's gonna be way less than you think. Most people <laughs> don't even, they don't know. You could go to... Uh, autograph signing, a book signing, him doing a speech somewhere, and you could start conversations with people in the audience. I guarantee you can make a friend there, for sure. 100%. 100%. But I don't think anybody would come up to you and be like, hey, what are your thoughts on James Cameron? Yeah, no, because there's nothing that indicates it. You right. Know? Right. So Emilia <laughs> and I made a joke. Uh, what was it recently? Uh, oh, we went to... The, I got to tell the story quick. Oh, really geez. fast. I know, I know. Whenever I say that, it's it's always a... Get ready, buckle up now. So, Emilia and I went to float tanks, remember? I told you about this. This was six months ago, damn it. This was, yeah, six months ago. <laughs> it was right after Avatar 2 came out. And the guy at the float tank place loves Avatar 2. Like, loved the movie. It was like, oh my God, amazing. And I was like, I, I made a joke to the guy. I was like, um, so in these tanks, where do I where do I plug in my hair? And it's an Avatar reference. Have you seen the movies? No. You've never seen any of the movies? I fell asleep during the first movie. It was horrible. Okay. Too long. (laughs) All right. Fair enough. All right. None of my movie references are going to land for Kev. Ever. But anyways, it was hilarious. He loved it. The point is, is that was the law of attraction. We just saw the movie. We loved the movie. He started talking about the movie. We started making jokes about the movie. We connected. And we also connected on being business owners because we started talking about his business and we started about like what is his reviews on Google and all kinds of stuff, and we're gonna leave him a review because we know we as a podcaster we get reviews, and so when you when you live in your passions, the law of attraction works properly, and you're gonna attract people of of a growth mindset if you're passionate about growth. And if you think of it from, okay, if you are somebody who is single and you're looking for a partner, you could literally wait forever for a partner, a potential partner, to come up and introduce themselves or you could at least meet someone in the middle. I think that, that's the understanding I want people to have is you can attract growth-minded friends for sure, but it's probably far more easy for you to reverse engineer where they would be in the first place and then go there. 
at least you're putting yourself in the right place at the right time, potentially. And then you can have the intention of, of making a new friend. I always think of it from the perspective of if you wanted to meet somebody who liked Taylor Swift, where would you go? You go to a Taylor Swift concert or you go to an autograph signing or you go to a cover band or whatever, whatever you go see her movie, whatever it is. Then at least there, you know, I'm most likely in the right place at the right time. What is my intention? Do I have the right energy? Am I going to be open? Because that's a whole nother thing where, to your point, a lot of us are intimidated to meet new people. Understandably, it can be a very intimidating experience. But I think that's why I tend to do pretty well in the gym because I'm very, I was always pretty open. I remember Matt and I used to go, we were like the 5 or 6 a.m. club and there was always the same people there. And we were like really good buddies with a lot of these people because we just saw them every day. We just saw them every day and we could make friends with them if we wanted to. Somebody, a shout out to Sarah who just did a, uh, NLU live in Next Level Nation. Matt and I met her at the gym. We met her at Crunch in Worcester. Way she used back. to go way back. Yeah, so she she's used to a hyperconscious podcast yeah. listener. Yeah, but we Whoa. used to. Yeah, we used to deadlift next to her, and then one day, I, I we just started talking, just like, boom, awesome. there you go. So, but that's just an example of when I go to the gym, am I open to having new conversations with people? Some people aren't. There's nothing wrong with that. Right, Alan most likely will not make friends at the gym like I would because I know you're way more focused on head down, music on. I am too, but if somebody comes up to me, I'm more than happy to start a conversation. So I think that's, I would probably have a higher likelihood of making a new friend there. One of the interesting things is, we've talked about this, I don't really hang out with anybody else who watches mixed martial arts. I've talked about Derek, shout out to Derek. I have a couple other friends virtually, but I couldn't tell you the last time I watched a fight with another human being. Here's why. I'm not willing to go to a bar that's showing the fight and then meet people that also like it. I'm not interested. I don't want to do that. I like watching it by myself. I can find other people online if I want. So that's the other thing. To Alan's point, when you post stuff, when you share stuff on your story, you are branding yourself as, I am the type of person that likes, that values, that is about this life. Bonnie here. I just wanted to share my experience with group coaching and some of the things that I got out of it. So going into group coaching, I was not tracking any habits at all. And so now some of them have become habits. I'm happy to say I wake up, I have a glass of water without even thinking about it anymore. So now I think it's probably time to gear up. I highly encourage people to jump into group coaching. There's so much information. And so stick with it and um, carry on and your life will be better for it. We have a friend uh, who used to say this, Kev. We used to mastermind with him. Shout out to Mark. This is one of the most valuable things he ever said. He said, every time you post, you're shooting a magnet out up into the air Mm. and you're attracting that type of person. And so this is wh- whether it's the title of a book. So he wrote a book called Social Anxiety Project. Screw being, screw being shy. S- screw being shy. So I don't consider myself super shy. So I would never pick up that book. As a matter of fact, I did buy it just because I was curious because you were in it. But like I couldn't finish it because mm. I just don't struggle a ton with social anxiety. So for me, it, it's like this book isn't for me. That's yeah. okay. But when I saw the, the book Peak Performance, I had to read it because that's I, I self-identify as that. And so for for you, everything you post, everything you say, everything you do, 
you're kind of a walking, talking billboard at all times. And that billboard is showing the world what you are, who you are. And just like I'm not going to read a book called Screw Being Shy that's about social anxiety and how to overcome it because I don't struggle a ton with that. Maybe you won't read a book called Peak Performance. But if you would, you and I would probably get along better because I adore peak performance. And so what I had this realization on this episode, really, and it hit home deeper than it ever has, when you amplify your passions, you will let the law of attraction work better. And I'm looking back at my past, Kev, and I want this episode to be as valuable as possible. So I'm just going to be very, very vulnerable and truthful with myself here. I spent way too much time doing things that I wasn't truly passionate about. I think I tend to be a pretty passionate person in general. I tend to to be pretty obsessive. And so I think I tried to like things that I didn't really like. Like I went to a Taylor Swift concert, but I don't really like Taylor Swift music that much. I don't dislike it. I just don't care. I went to a uh, Sean Paul concert once. And Sean it's like, I don't really, Sean DePaul. I don't really like Sean Paul that much. I don't dislike him either. I just, whatever. But I went because of my friends, mm. my friends that invited me. And I'm not saying to spend your whole life not exploring. I think that I learned a lot through those explorative things. And I could go through a thousand other things that honestly, I was never really that passionate about. I just went because my friends wanted me to go. And in hindsight, if I could go back, I wouldn't do that. I would do it differently. I would, I would lean more into my own passions because I would rather be a meaningful specific than a wandering generality. I think a lot of us are wandering generalities. I think we don't really know fully who we are and we're afraid to lean into who we really are because we're afraid we won't be accepted by our peers. And the truth is, is you might not be. Your family and your friends might not accept the growth version of you, which is why you're dialing down the growth version of you. But here's the problem. The people who would love you, accept you, want you, desire you, want to be in your corner, want to support you, they also can't find you because you're dimming your light. If you have, all of us have a growth light. Okay, this is how do you attract more growth-minded friends? Here's the answer. You have a growth light. It's like a dimmer. You can dial it up or you can dial it down. Dial it up or dial it down. All of us have to dial it up or down depending on who we're around and what room we're in. If I'm at a Brendan Burchard personal development seminar, I'm going to be able to dial it up a little more than if I'm at the bar. That's understandable. But here's how you attract growth-minded friends. Sit in the discomfort of dialing up your growth dial. Sit in the discomfort of dialing that up. And let that attract more people who are also like, oh my God, you too. I was at a work event once. Emilia's brought me to her work event. And I was talking about the compound effect. And I was at the table. And his name's AJ. Shout out to AJ. And he's like, I love the compound effect. I was like, me too. I love the compound effect. His partner, Gabby, is still a client. Shout out to Gabby. All these years later, because of a conversation we had about the compound effect, at a work event that had nothing to do with personal development. But if I suppressed my love of the compound effect, or AJ had suppressed his love of the compound effect, I might not still work with Gabby today. And Gabby is just crushing it. Huge shout out to Gabby. But that's what this is. If you want to attract more growth-minded friends, it's going to take a ton of courage, and you're going to have to dial up your growth light, and it's going to be super uncomfortable. At least it was for me. Well, and I think the my my ultimate thing is you have to take some level of action. 
because the, the attraction part is great, right? You can attract people, but you still have to be willing to have the conversation. And I think that's where a lot of people get stuck. It's like, how many conversations have you had with the potential to grow into a friendship or into a relationship with somebody? That, I think that's one of the missing pieces. You can go to the right place at the right time, but to, even to your point, Alan, you talked about the compound effect and then you and AJ started talking mm -hmm. and you you continued pouring into that. Remember, I remember when we went to Brendan Burchard, we went to, I think it was the first one. And I remember, I remember I was like, hey man, I saw like a beautiful human. I, I'm in a fear chasing, I was, I was single, I wasn't with Taryn. Um, I'm in a fear chasing part of my life. I need to sit next to that person and start a conversation. Mm -hmm. That person ended up coming into the community and then being a client later, okay? That was one. That was me saying, I'm at a place where people value growth. Let me be the growth version of myself, but let me go start a conversation. Let me be brave here. Awesome. You and I went to another one, and this is a theme. There, I was like, hey man, there's a beautiful human over there. I gotta go introduce myself to that person because I'm, I'm terrified. I'm terrified of fear getting rejected. Yeah. We ended up, masterminding with so that person introduced us to several other people we ended up masterminding with them when we went to california we stayed at their place like that all happened because i knew at least we were at the right place for me to be the weird version of kevin quote unquote whatever weird means going up to somebody and saying hey i'm kevin what's happening how are you doing or, what did you learn whatever it is so i just want to speak into that of the importance of the action because again you don't know how many people are there having the same invisible thought you're having. I really hope I can meet someone here today that could I could be friends with or I could mastermind with or could be peak performance partners or whatever it is. You never know. There's a lot of people thinking the same thing. Somebody has to have the courage to start the conversation. And if you are struggling to attract more growth-minded friends, the NLU community, the Next sure. Level family, that's exactly what we built this around. Yeah. If you're if you're a in Next Level Nation, if you're a listener of this show, you are growth-minded. Otherwise, you wouldn't. You just wouldn't, you would probably dislike this show. And you already, no matter what, have something in common. You know, I think that's cool. We all have something in common. We all want to grow. We all want to be better. Uh, Kev, isn't it a trip? I was just smiling. It's such a trip to think back to 2018 and 2019 and the mm -hmm. way we used to think versus now. You it's know, even with those people, it's like you yeah, were so scared to talk to them. And in hindsight, <laughs> you wouldn't be, now you wouldn't be scared at all. Isn't that such a trip? Yeah. Yeah. We have grown quite a bit. It's we have. We have. Yeah, because I remember how scared you were. And now in hindsight, it's like there was nothing to be scared of. <laughs> <laughs> well, honestly, there usually there is usually less to be afraid of than you think. You yeah. just don't know what it is yet. A lot of it's just the uncertainty. And that's why I pushed the action heavy in this episode, because think of it this way. If you're listening to this episode right now and you're in Next Level Nation, our Facebook group, you could literally go through all the members and you could send 10 DMs today. And you could just say, hey, I'm in Next Level Nation too. I'm looking for somebody to help me stay accountable. Are you looking for a peak performance partner? Boom. That's it. But that's the thing. I understand there is a, there is a courage level that must increase as the expectation increases. So joining the Facebook group might be a level, a certain level of courage. You posting might be a certain level of courage. You then sending messages to people is a whole nother level of courage. But that's also probably going to bring you a more aligned result. That's the interesting thing. So how do we how do we help people do that? Maybe just, one message or whatever. Yeah, I would I would literally just if if one of the results you want in your life is more growth minded people, we have to reverse engineer what is the thing you could be doing every day. Send one message to somebody in a personal uh, personal development group. Cool. 
Boom. So so here's what we can do. This is brand new live. We did not mastermind about this. Reach out to Kevin or myself on Facebook Messenger and say, hey, I listened to episode number 1331. How do you attract more growth-minded friends and say, hey, I'm looking for a peak performance partner? I have a ton of people that would want to do that. Mm. I have a ton of people I could recommend. Same. In the community. Yeah. So reach out. If you want a peak performance partner, there's there's no shortage of people who also want that. Yeah. It's just there's just usually not a connection of courage. That's it. So we can we can you can borrow our belief. We'll set it up. Mm-hmm. Matchmakers. We'll set it up. Jeff and, and all that means, by the way, half an hour Zoom call per week or bi weekly, and you just have a consistent message stream with each other. Just yeah. say, Hey, how's your growth going? You know, whatever agenda you want. You remember Lori Harder's book, A Tribe of Bliss? A Tribe Tribe Called Bliss? Bliss. So Lori Harder, we interviewed her for episode number 34. Kevin wanted to jump out the window. He was First floor. First floor window. First floor. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And it was also 95 degrees that day. Yeah. But the whole book was built around how to find a group of empowered women, a tribe called Bliss, Lori Harder, Mm -hmm. and mastermind with them. Mm Mm-hmm. And you and I started a mastermind after that. And then after that, we started masterminding for years. And now we're still doing that, but with the NLU team. If you've never had a peak performance partner or you've never masterminded before, I'm telling you, it'll change your whole world. All it is, is let's get together and talk about our growth journey. Let's get together and talk about our goals and our growth, period. So reach out to Kevin or myself. We will help you. And if you want a peak performance partner, there's no shortage of other people looking for that. We also have another meetup on June 1st, how to stick with something for the long run. So again, I can tell you who's going to be there. People who are more into self-improvement than the average human. So if that's another, that's another opportunity for you. Again, that's a level of courage. Sure. But once you get there, you can always shoot somebody a private message in the Zoom chat. So that's another level as well. Link will be in the show notes. June 1st, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Speaking of communities that are into growth, another way to attract growth-minded people is to start tracking your habits. I track my habits on Optimal. It's our app. Uh, The link will be in the show notes. And I post about it every single day on my story. I know it's redundant. I know some people don't like it. I don't care because I value consistency. That's another part of me dialing up who I am. I'm a very, very, very consistent person. I aspire to be. And so I track my habits every day. The people who want to track habits probably love it. The people who don't probably don't like it. That's okay. That's the law of attraction working the way it's supposed to. If you want to track your habits, the link will be in the show notes. We have an app called Optimal. Starts you out small. Start with three simple habits per day. And if you need help, we have tech support for you. Reach out to myself or Kevin. Tomorrow's episode actually connects to this one quite nicely. And that was not planned. So we just got lucky. Tomorrow for episode number 1,332, the more you put yourself out there, the luckier you get. How appropriate. We have a really good story for that one that shows uh, it's just a really good example. As always, we love you. We appreciate you. Grateful for each and every one of you. And at NLU, we do not have fans. We have family. We will talk to you all tomorrow. Dial up that growth light. Next Level Nation. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family. We mean it when we say family. If you ever need anything, please reach out to us directly. Everything you need to get a hold of us is in the show notes. Thank you again, and we will talk to you tomorrow. 